You're listening to the Arturnia Archives. Enjoy. You're listening to Tales of the Asteria, an alien RPG campaign podcast. Listener discretion is advised. All right. So last time on the Asteria, you guys have are still on Bowen's Colony, and you have found you have found the secret Wayland Yutani base. And taking the elevator down, the only entrance you found, you immediately came across three and four actually. I was gonna say infected it was vomit lords. Vomit, yeah, that that was that's a good thing, good good term for them. Ew. And um, right. you fried most of them with a flamethrower. Um, everybody managing to keep their helmets on and suits intact and not come into contact with the brackish black vomitus. Gross. But didn't we step in the vomit puddle? Like, all of us stepped in the vomit puddle? Oh, yeah, no, you've got it all yeah, over we, your suits. I thought yeah. we tried to clean it your off. Your suits are still... We, we're we actually gonna, like, like scrape the visors clean, but we're not gonna do a full decontamination until we're ready to get back in the truck right. and get out and of here. nobody's getting yeah, there out were, of their suits. Yeah, there was a whole discussion about that. All right, and now you guys are standing in a very dark hall. We, we found a something about a file. You did find a terminal. Um, yeah. You found a terminal and accessed um, some of the uh, records there and found mention of a chemical. And didn't I turn A0-3959X.91-15. Oh my god, that thing. So we, um, we found, yeah, we found a mention of it, but not an actual sample of it. Not a sample, no. Gotcha. And didn't I like turn on my flashlight and like we have a flashlight? We just that's all the light we've got. Yeah, I mean, all of you have flashlights, but yeah. um, other than that, all lights are out. And I threw a strobe grenade down the hallway. Oh, that's yes, right. You did. Yeah, we were gonna open the doors. Just go down, open all the doors. Make sure there's no vomit lords behind them. In the in some of the medical records, you do that. They refer to them as anathema. That's right. There we I'll go. I'll never remember that. Yeah. Are are we saying that now that all the vomit lords are dead? I mean, I know the answer is yeah. going to be no, but I'm going to give it a shot. <laughs> um, now that all the vomit lords are dead, can we say that this seems like a relatively safe place? I was going to say, you start thinking that. You start wondering, and then something slams against one of the doors to the right of this hall. Oh, that's right. We were gonna, we, yeah, we were gonna just knock on all the doors rather than open them and that's see if anything right. responds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Dude, um, are these doors? Are these like cells? Or are they rooms? They're, Did we get a sense? They're rooms. Uh- um, you're assuming, given the setup in that nook, that they're probably, um, they're like, I mean, they were doing science down here. <laughs> science was happening. So these are little lab, little mini experimental labs. Yeah. No, oh, are there any windows in these doors? The doors are solid, and there's a couple with windows. Um, the, like, second on the right and the last one on the left have windows, but they're either smeared with something 
or it's just that dark inside. Well, we can shine our flashlights through the windows, and if there's anything in there, that'll yeah. rile them up. I said we try that. Like, one of each of us, like, shine our flashlights through the windows, and... Because the, window, the doors are closed. Like, it's... You know... And we already know these things can't get through the doors. Because remember, we did the, like, we just barely cracked the elevator doors and they couldn't get through. Except they did at one point start working together and did get the door open. Right, there is that. (laughs) Too bad there isn't a vent or something over the door that we could just throw a grenade through. Is there... Well, yeah, let, let's do the flashlight thing first and see how many rooms have things knocking around inside them. Well, only two have windows. Yeah, I think... It, right, if we just knock on the doors, we can find out which ones don't have things. But you don't know inside. where that what you're looking for is, or that it's not in a room that well, there isn't Well, a good place one. to look is where there's somebody that's... Yeah, a good place to start looking is where they're not banging on the door. You know, they might have stores of it in this side room. That'd be a hell of a lot easier to get than the one with... This place doesn't seem very big. Do we have a sense for how big it is? Can we or can we pull up the map? Yeah, it's not very big at all. It's got the seven doors that you see. The elevator did not contain any... Other, it had one button. And that either brought you down or up, depending on where the elevator was. So, hey, guys, we we already know that all of these doors, 100% of them probably or possibly have vomit lords behind them. How about we just crack each door and immediately on cracking, just blast the room with a flamethrower and have heavy ammo, heavy, heavy ammo behind it, ready to just spray the room and see Did what someone happens. say heavy ammo? Because I... Yeah, we don't want to destroy what we came yeah, for. Be, yeah, I also think that there's got to be some rooms that don't have vomit lords in them. And we can find that out fairly reliably by knocking. And then, you know, or flash the flashlight in. And I think that's where we should start. Where they don't have exist. Okay. I think Sassy's path is the most reasonable, and we should do that. Okay. Let's do it. Right, so which, which is the door that we already hear banging behind? Well. Uh, the second on the right. It's got the window. Why don't we Why don't we check the first one? Yeah, let's, uh, let's just go down. If there's a window. In case they open up behind us. We're, if there's a window flashing yeah. in, if no window, just knock on it. And. Uh, All right. So which one are you knocking on first? The first on the left. Uh, we're just, we're just, yeah, we're just going to do it systematically down the line. So you knock on the door to the left, the first one on the left. It echoes. But there's no answering knock. An- there's no answering knock. All right, first wait, one. Wait, 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 wait. Shouldn't we open the one on the left since there's... No, no, we should not. We, we're going to knock on all of them before that. we open any of them. And you said you're going to the right next? Yeah, just... Uh, yeah, just going from left to right, each one in order. So, that one, that one. I think this one is already knocking, so that one, and so on. 
You knock on the first door on the right. Someone give me, uh, actually, who are, who's doing the knock? I figured I was. Give me an observation. Well, that's happy for me. Mm. All right, so you don't hear, nothing knocks back on the door, but you do hear, oh. it sounds like somebody moaning in pain. Uh, don't like that. Yeah, let's do this quick. We might want to go there first, but I still want to knock on all the other doors. Mm-hmm. All right, so second on the left. You knock. And immediately after your fist hits the door the very first time, something slams its full weight against the door. All right, all right. Okay. You know what? I'm going to antagonize it a bit. I'm going to like tippy, you know, tippy tap all over the door and see if we can't tire him out a bit. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> uh, Falcone's going to ready his arm at. He's, he's ready to pull the trigger. All right. So I'm standing here basically between the two doors that are getting thumped on. And I, I guess I'm, my confidence is building. If they're, if they're not getting out, uh, I don't mind coming down and possibly getting ourselves cut off and trying these three doors real quick. So you're antagonizing this one, the second door to the left. Because it's smart. It'll it'll wear them out. You know, they might if they're head if they're headbutting it. I'll bet their skull goes before the. Is it really necessary to antagonize this thing? You're antagonizing, tapping on the door with the butt of your gun or your flashlight, something. I mean, what are they going to do? Throw up on us? That's what they're going to do, even if we don't antagonize them. And then there's a loud screech as the door starts opening. It's being forced open by sheer strength. Alrighty then. And then. Guns up. And then an arm is reaching through, scratching at you. Uh, you do manage to back away in time, but and then, I shoot then the shoulder comes. <laughs> Shooting it. Yeah, all right. Let's draw initiative. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do we got for initiative? I am initiative one. I'm initiative two. I got, oh, shit, six. I got a rock. That's seven. All right, Falcone, you're first. Boy. Yeah, I'm uh, backing away and just going rock and roll on the Armat. Um, so you're going to be at a minus one because uh, Sassy is still... He's out of the reach of the creature, the what used to be a person. But he's still in the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so... I'm not, sorry, I shouldn't say rock and roll. I'm not going full auto yet, because I'd rather not take the stress yet. But I am, you know, attacking with my arm at. Oh, crap. <laughs> Make a panic roll for me. You're not having a, Falcone is not having a good time down here. He is not. <laughs> what did you roll for the panic? Uh, three. Oh, you're fine. Can I push that? Uh, no, when you make a, when you make a panic roll, you cannot push the roll. Right, 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 right. Sorry. All right, so you you manage to get your shots off. There's a couple that land in the door and one to the left of it. 
they don't they don't hit the creature. Shit, 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 shit. Sassy, your turn. All right, so does this door is it like side slide sideways or does it swing on a hinge? Um, it slides sideways. All right. Well, I I have a high opinion of my capabilities. I will just try to push the door shut so that he can't open it. He's like or halfway working. through it. He's got uh, one shoulder through it and an arm reaching. Well, then that'll hold him there while other people shoot him. That's my logic. Make me a um. Let's make it stamina to hold it shut. Ooh. You're just doing that because I have a high strength. It was going to be strength-based no matter what. It was just what skill to tie to it. Oh, oh, never mind. That is a strength thing. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah, it's even better than just rolling strength. Uh, okay, here we go. Oof. Alright, so you're put, you're putting your weight against it. Yep. It, it's a little bit difficult to do that and stay out of the reach of the arm in... Actually, with how long these arms are... You cannot hold it shut and stay out of reach of the arm. Uh, I I figure that guns can bring this guy down faster than he can bring me down. Okay, so you're taking some 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 wraps on your helmet and uh, as it's clawing at you, and its turn. I'm going to do a stamina with the threshold being your stamina roll, so one mm. and. If it beats that, it's it, it gets the door open. I don't like that. So you're trying to hold the door shut. You're putting your whole weight against it. And this thing just brings its... It, it wiggles a few more centimeters through. And then gets both hands on the edge of the door and shoves it open the entire way. And, and you're, you're, you're stumbling because what I was putting my weight on is suddenly gone. Yeah, well, that didn't work. Then it also goes on four, so it immediately gets another go. God damn it, sassy! Sorry. It is going to... A block? Yeah, you definitely want to block. Roll your block. Do not give him a hug. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's maybe it's going in for a kiss because it's reaching for your head. Mm. All right, all right. Alright. I don't know, sassy. Are zombies your type? You you do manage, so you're you're keeping it together. A bit of bile maybe in the back of your throat, burning the back of your throat as uh this thing We could have a vomit fight. <laughs> is is reaching for your head and it, it does get its hands uh, on your helmet, but 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 you're keeping it at bay and, and it doesn't get the chance to rip your helmet off. I'm troubled that they're smart enough to go for the helmet. I don't like that. Well, they're smart enough to open doors. My dog are smart enough Frederick. to open doors. I bolt gun it. Go for it. Uh, minus one because it's currently like in melee with Sassy. Boom. Let's not forget their armor. Uh, that was three base damage. Uh, are you going to use the stunts to do extra damage or something else? You can push it. Uh, you can use it to... Um, Push it, which would get it off of Sassy. Push it and knock it down. Okay. So yeah, the bolt gun fires, and you're positioned to the left of Sassy, and it's they're right there in front of the door. You bolt gun it in the side, oh. and it goes back through the door off of Sassy and takes a tumble. Good shot. 
Garrett. All right. Is it on the ground? It, you said it tumbled back in. Yes. Is there any? What's around him? Just like a quick. Is it like glass? Is it science stuff? Fragile? Or is he like in a cell? It is uh, at a quick glance with no lights and just what you're seeing through the door. I mean, I mean, you see chrome because of, of course you do. All right. And maybe a chair. Maybe that's a medical thing. Uh, it's hard to tell at first glance, especially in the middle of combat. We're going to give him a burst here from the pulse rifle. Okay, oh, go for it. Uh, any modifiers? Keep no. it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. Mm, make your panic roll. Is it still a hit or do I fail? I can't remember. Uh, depends on what's your panic roll. And I think it, uh, at only one panic, you basically, it hits no matter what. Uh, you're fine. You're holding it together. Are there any other creatures in the room? Not that immediately come rushing out at you. My stress level, does it go up when I do that? Or I only if no. the roll says it does? Okay. Only if the roll says it does. Or if I... However, to your... Mounting horror, your burst from that rifle seems to do very little. And back to the top, Falcone. All right. Um, boy. Uh, yeah. Same thing with the same thing with the armat. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, attack. No minus one this time. Yay! Oh my god! And I can't push that because of the panic roll. Make your panic roll. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Seven, nervous twitch. Your stress level and the stress level of all friendly PCs in short range of you increases by one. So you take your shots. They pepper the ground around the the, the, the this person, this creature. And, and, and you begin, your hands begin twitching and everybody around you also gets nervous because that, that's, that, that's... That's that's a full auto weapon that you've got in your hands there. Please calm down. Sassy, your turn. All right. Is the uh, the door across the way that's been pissed off for a while, are they beginning to open that door yet? Not yet. Is, is there a way to jam it from the outside? Because that, I think that's what I want to do rather than walk in there and get in the way of everybody's bullets on the other guy. The door that this one had already forced open? No, the the other one that's no, also pounding. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, jam it before they open that one, too. Heavy machinery? Mm. Well, my thing is, because it slides open to the side... Yeah. Well, yeah, if you wedge something between the door and it's jam, it will put enough friction on it to make it harder to open. That's what I'm thinking. There's nothing at immediate hand that you could use to jam it as far as the area around you goes. Um, you do have... I mean, you have your equipment, so if you want to use one of your things to jam it. I drop my maintenance jack and kick it over to Sassy. Well, no, that's, I mean, I have one. The other thing I can do is just close this door again. That way he has to spend his time getting up and opening the door again. And then that's all time he's not spending attacking me, probably. Because of the way it was forced open, it will take effort to get it. Uh, well, I will spend effort. And it might take a few rounds. Ugh. Like right, it took well, him a few rounds to get it open. I think it's worth it. Uh, we'll give it a shot. All right, go ahead and make... Uh, we're going to do stamina. Hmm. Make your panic roll. He's getting up, he's getting up, he's getting up. You're fine. Pff, I don't care. Let him get up. 
Uh, but you do manage to get a grip on the door, and and, and you pull and heave, and, and it 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 screeches as whatever track these doors are on seems to stick, and it, it didn't like being forced open. And you get it about about halfway before All right. before this thing uh, gets to its feet. Yeah, if he's got to spend a, a slow action to squeeze through, that's still a. And since I'm right there at the door, I'll just save my slow action to block again, because I'll probably have to. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll that. What'd you get? Uh, three hits, two facehuggers. Roll that panic for me. Uh, before I decide, uh, I can ignore facehuggers once per session. Mm Mm-hmm. So is is our whole thing today one session, or is that going to be like three sessions? No, so the way it's going to be, this episode 13 is one session, and then the same things that have a limit of one session in campaign play, that would be one act in cinematic, and each of those acts is going to be a different recording session. I, I think now's a good time to ignore the face suckers and just take those three hits to hopefully deal him a nice punch to the face. So this thing throws itself at you, and you 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 let go of the door, and it's trying to punch you, and 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 you do manage to fend off its blows. It only got two successes, but it gets another turn. Can I can I use the third one as a stunt to attack him? Yes, for each hit you roll, choose an effect below. You can counterattack, so you deal damage to the attacker equal to the damage rating of your weapon, which we decided is one. Uh, so you so you you push it you rebuff its attack. Yeah. Uh, it it doesn't seem any worse for wear, and then it's gonna it's. <laughs> it didn't have to spend a slow action to come at me. No, it did. It's got two actions, because it goes on three and four. Right. So it gets two slow actions. Okay, I I was I was hoping one of the slow actions would be to squeeze. It hasn't squeezed through the door. It's fighting you in the doorway because <laughs> you're right there. Ah, gotcha. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. All right, fair enough. Uh, and you've already used your fast action to block. I sure have. Uh, go ahead and roll your armor. All right, so you take... Uh, one less. One... Oh, right. How much do I have? I forgot you have that thing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big, tough dude. So you're soaking two for what it's worth. Ugh. Ooh, uh, make that panic roll. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll... I'll soak the damage I have, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. He's sees. So, so this thing's uh, trying to punch you again. Um, you, you take the blow and barely notice it. Fred. Bolt gun. Because this is a really hard shot. We're just going to call it a minus three. Eight. You begin to tremble uncontrollably. Uh, you do still hit it. Um, but all skill rolls using agility suffer a minus two until your panic stops. All right, and uh, so let me roll its half armor. All right, so it takes the three base damage. Garrett. Um, so Sassy's in the way, huh? Yeah, it'll be a minus three for anything to try to attack this thing. Probably shouldn't do full auto right now. Probably not. Um, alright. It's gonna take a shot at it. Minus three. Yep. It's a hit. That's, yeah. As good as we can hope for right now. 
What gun are you Thank using? You. The pulse rifle. As a burst. That is armor piercing, right? Yeah. Okie doke. Roll with armor. Alright, and that is a base damage of one. Yeah, two. Alright. Falcone. This thing's just taking this like a champ. Huh? Okay. So uh question for you. This this minus three penalty. That's because mm-hmm. Saucy's in the way, right? Yep. So my thought, and please let me know if this is doable, um, my thought was Falcone being the adrenaline junkie and reckless idiot that he is, would at this point want to literally charge the thing um, and fire like point blank, like put his pistol under its chin and pull the trigger. Um, Would he be able to evade the minus three penalty at that point? No, that is not possible at this point. Okay. Um, is it possible to assist Sassy? Yes, that would give him a plus one to his roll to finish closing the door next his next turn. Okay, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, hmm. So we're all wearing these Mark IV armor suits. How do they do against fire? I feel like we had this discussion last time. I'm wondering if it's if it's safe to just let loose with the flamethrower and feel like Sassy's going to be okay. It's just going to boil away whatever's near him. Mark 50 compression suit. Uh, yeah, it, it, it doesn't. Its armor is its armor. So you'll have two armor against the fire, just as you would against anything else. Gotcha. Um, and it's minus three, huh? Yeah, I'm going to go with my arm at. I'm just going to try again. I don't see much other option at this point. Hey, I got a success and no failures. Nice. <laughs> so these these bullets go whizzing by your head, Sassy. And there's a decidedly unsettling crunch, squish, as it goes flying back and skids along the ground, leaving a smear. And it doesn't get up again. All right, so with all of that gunfire and screaming, I don't think we even need to go knocking on the other doors. They're going to tell us... Good point. ...right now, <laughs> if they're in there or not. Well, we have one across the way that I think we need to take care of now. Uh, if he's not coming out, I think we may as well leave him in there, because it's kind of sounded like there was a person not banging on the doors over here. Yeah, but we already know they can open doors, right? I mean... Maybe there might be a reason they can't open this one. So I'm, I'm sure if they could open this one, I don't know why they wouldn't have by now. I mean, I, I'd rather play it safe and, you know, just make sure they're dead before we help the uh, civilian or whoever they are. Garrett, what's your call? You're the captain. Let's search this room, make sure this what we're looking for isn't in here. Someone watch the hall. Make sure whatever comes out those doors, we shoot them. There's no reason to believe they can't open these other doors. This one had no problem. Um, I'll go ahead and search the room. Yeah, so there's multiple chairs where it looks like this one might have been strapped down in one of them because there's torn restraints on one of them. Yikes. And there's two more figures in a couple of the other chairs. Are they moving? Yes and no. You can At first, they look dead. Okay. And then one of them 
twitches. Uh, these look a lot worse than the others that you've seen. Their skin is very dark, and it looks like parts of it have begun flaking away. Can I walk up and put a bullet in each of their heads? Sure. We we read something about the uh, like the stages of the disease. Mm-hmm. Remind us what those were. So, uh, stage one. Let's see. Disorientation and weakness within one shift. Uh, easily dismissed as flu or hangover. And then increasingly bloodshot, watery eyes. And towards the end of the stage, uh, small worm-like creatures can be seen swimming in their eyes and bodily fluids. Stage two, vertigo, convulsions, internal bleeding, and respiratory failure. Stage three, uh, which is what you've determined you've been facing the, the aggressive ones. They suffered aggressive dementia. The vomit lords. And cerebral dysmorphia. Their heads and uh, limbs become deformed. The limbs elongate and the head also elongates. And in stage four, uh, they've deemed terminal. Uh, you weren't quite sure what to make of disintegration in, in, in the traits before, but now it's pretty obvious. So these guys have the extended heads and arms that are in the chairs. Yes, they, they, these are just simply stage four rather than the stage three that you've been facing. And as Falcone, you put a bullet through each of their heads. That disintegration becomes rapid. It's, it's an explosive disintegration. You kind of, because you can visibly see that the flakes of their skin and body become airborne. So glad we're in spacesuits. No shooting the vomit water balloons. Fine. All right. I don't know. It it seems like that might be, if you want to use the flamethrower, torching these bodies might, you know, it's not going to sanitize the place, but it might bring down the threat level just in case we do get a suit suit breach. Yeah. Can I use the flamethrower to kind of clean up the room, quote-unquote. Yeah. Okay. Um, do I need to roll an attack for that? Because it's just literally, like, you know, torching a room. No. I'm not aiming at anything in particular. Okay. Cool. Uh, doing so, you are aware, will probably destroy any sample if there is one to be had in here. Oh. Can we look for a sample first? Yeah. I mean, there uh- is... A monitoring station, we'll say, along the left-hand wall. um, That's basically like a desk and a terminal and everything. Cabinets. Is there any kind of environmental controls from that? Hey, Fred, do you want to get in here with a Comtech roll to see if you can get into this station? Because I can't. So with that roll, the the terminal is completely non-responsive. It is entirely broken. Oh, okay. I don't I don't like having everybody make one roll, so either you assist or one just one roll. Also, I'm going to reiterate, do not roll dice until I tell you what to roll. Tell me what you're doing, I will tell you to roll and if there are any modifiers. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So you cannot find anything on this terminal. It's completely dead. All right. Um, Sassy, you do not see any environmental controls at all. Yep. And so you're looking around for this sample, 
and there's a few different vials of stuff on um, some cabinetry above the desk, but it doesn't look like what you're here for. Falcone, you recognize most of it. There's sedatives for one and pain management. It's It looks like it was more to maintain these subjects. Ew. Then uh, this wasn't probably wasn't where they were infected. They were brought here for observation. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, anything that might be beneficial to the team in those samples? You mentioned pain management. It, well, even if I mean, they are useful, they're all contaminated. Mm, good point. So you can burn away to your heart's content. You're, you're there's you're pretty sure there's no sample in here. Cool. Let's uh, get everybody out and toast to the room. All right. So that moaning person is probably another uh, sample. A, uh, exploding person waiting to explode. But if they're not subject, I, I still think we ought to do this door first. So you guys step out and Falcone takes this flamethrower to each of the chairs and uh, the room as a whole. And as the flamethrower clicks off again, you hear a shriek of metal on metal as that door that the one has been banging on begins to open. Falcone's gonna... All right, so we, we we did have a whole lot of gunfire. Did any of these down here start banging? No. All right. Hopefully this will be the last of So, But I guess we'll find out. So uh, once we roll initiative, Falcone's going to oh, yeah. whip around with the flamethrower and try to toast that one, too. I think. Maybe. And should we make an air roll because of that exertion? The first fight? Yes, actually. Everybody roll air supply. Ooh, sassy. Well, I mean, I was doing a lot of physical fighting, so. Yeah. All right, so. So, so, so do I lose one or do I lose three? You lose three. And Falcone, you lose two. That's uh, not cool. Sassy, you got to stop talking. <laughs> you have an, ex- I believe, Sassy, you have an extra tank of air. Yeah. Because you uh, found it on that body outside. Yeah. Going into the colony. And I don't think that was ever used. Right. No, not yet. So, Frederick, Garrett, you guys are doing fine for air. You might be sweating, you might be breathing hard, but not uh, anything that your suit doesn't uh, account for. Uh, What's everybody's initiative? Uh, Four. Three. I got nine. I got eight. I'll go sometime tomorrow. Sassy, you're first. All right, so is the door opening or already open? It's open far enough that it has gotten its arm through. Just just the first part, it's working on getting the rest of the torso through. And uh, I want to grab the biggest object that I can move and like barricade the, our door here. Because I think we, we had it partially closed. And rather than try to jam it, I want to like, I don't know, what it like this case or whatever it is. Put that in the open part of the door and make the thing. Barricade our door? I mean, we're in, we're in this room, aren't we? You had exited the room. Falcone was burning yeah. it. Yeah. Because he was torching it. And he had just, he had just turned the torch off when the door creaked 
began to open. Uh, so, I mean, you could. There's nothing actively burning. There wasn't much flammable in that room. Well, yeah, me running in there isn't going to help everybody else. That's okay. Never mind. That's not going to work. Is it? What kind of action is it to switch weapons, or is that not a action? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to count that as an action. All right. Uh, my punches don't seem to uh, work very well. I want to, if I can, like stand over here or over here, wait, whichever is closer to where the opening is, and like burn him with uh, my cutting torch as he's reaching out. And, and the goal is to not stand right in the way of everybody's bullets again this time. Okay. We'll <laughs> say it opens from the right to the left, if that makes sense. So yeah, I'll stand over here and as he's reaching out, I'll make him go, ow, that hurts. Okay, go ahead and roll your attack. Wow. Make your panic. What's a power roll? It's another supply. It's a power is like air supply. It's a consumable. Oh, okay. The cutting torch has a power supply. Gotcha. And you have a minus two to that, right? So that's a six. Yep. Subtract two power. Ah! This thing's sucking a lot of juice down here. Or maybe you just held the trigger too long. So that's, that's going to be six panic. You're fine. That's going to be a whole lot of damage. That's I'm just going to do all extra damage. All extra damage to a total of five. Armor piercing. Armor piercing. All right. Well, let's see. All right. Yeah, this thing, you take a chunk out of its arm. The flesh begins bubbling and melting and burning away. You're pretty glad for the filters on your suit because that could not be a pleasant smell. Does he give up? Oh, no. Falcone, it's your turn. You have just shut off your flamethrower. You are still in. You had just turned around to, like, leave this room and join the others in the hall. Oh, boy. And the flamethrower has splash damage, so I'm going to hit Sassy if I use it. Um, I'm going to switch to the one weapon that's actually worked so far. Um, <laughs> my arm at. And I'm going to blast away. Okay. Um, do I have any negative modifiers, or is Sassy far enough out of, uh... Nope, Sassy took that into account. Cool. Okay. Make a panic roll! <laughs> All right, You're there somehow... we go. Please don't roll a seven. <laughs> you're good. You're, you're, you're keeping it You're keeping it together, despite the fact that you can't seem to hit the broadside of a barn. <laughs> oh, wow. Falcone cannot aim. <laughs> you're just too freaked out, man. You're not actively panicking, but shit, you're freaked the fuck out. <laughs> I'm going to roll for this thing to get the door open. Okay, so on its first action, uh, it, it gets the door. It, it, it gets its second arm up there with the first and manages to use its body weight to shove this thing, the door... It's like three quarters of the way open, enough for it to squeeze and pop out of the doorway. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Uh, Falcone, evens or odds? Oh no, uh, odds. Falcone it is. Oh no. <laughs> this thing gets its way out of the doorway. Ooh. Uh, would you like to block, Falcone? Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, the answer is yes, you would like to block. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll your... Yep, roll close combat. Alrighty.
Hi, REM PCs. It's me, REM Alternus, and I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to our Patreon backers. Seriously, your support makes all of what we do possible, and we are all extremely grateful for each and every one of you. If you aren't yet a Patreon backer, you can head over to www.patreon.com slash to check out the different tiers and rewards we have available. All Patreons get access to our podcast releases a week early, get their names in the credits of our live streamed shows, have first dibs on any casting calls for new games and shows we produce, and more. Once again, you can join our Heroes Hall at www.patreon.com slash and thank you all again for listening. Now back to the show. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, you're stressed out. You could get... Oh. <laughs> Make a panic roll. <laughs> Bam. Oh, look at that. Just need to get this guy a beer. <laughs> Calming presence, my ass. Yeah. It doesn't work on your... Well, I think it does work on himself. It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, it doesn't? <laughs> no. All right, let me... There's nothing calming about you right now. Pull up the panic table. Falcone is freaked out. <laughs> you think torching things would be relaxing, but... So, you see this thing coming towards you. You're, you're, you're trying to get your arms up to block whatever it's going to do, and you drop your gun. <gasps> no! Which one? The arm at? The one you were just firing. Okay, the arm at. Yep, and your stress level increases by one. All right. What about the rest of the team? Nope, just you. Okay. You're having a full-on not-in-the-face moment. Yeah, we're not screwed on this one, so we're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Roll your armor for me. Oh, no. Here we go. That was... Ooh, (laughs) not good. Okay, this is gonna suck. This thing wraps, gets its arms around you, pulls you to its to its chest, and just begins to squeeze as hard as it can. Oh no! It dealt damage. He got two successes, or she got two successes. So that's base damage mm-hmm. one. So two, two damage. Okay. And immediately inflicts critical injury fifty six. Let me oh. find that table. Is she hot? <laughs> Maybe once. Not After with you've the, burned her. Not with the elongated head and two uh, long, thin yeah. arms, and that one arm is, like, burnt down. You're pretty sure you can see the bone. Yeah, that, that, I mean, the, hey, there's there's no accounting oh, for taste. Oh, shit. Oh, Falcone's dead. Is Falcone dead? So, no. <laughs> Critical injury okay. 56 is a cracked spine. You are paralyzed from the neck down. If not given medical aid in time, the effect is permanent. You have... Oh, shit. You have 12 days to get medical aid. Okay. All right, that's... And you automatically make a panic roll. Okay. At least you can't have tremors. Yeah, there's that. That's right. You can't do do anything about it, so you're good. 
Uh, well, he can still speak. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he's screaming. Yeah, Falcone um, is going to be screaming. Everybody can hear it well, in their headset. at first. <laughs> at first, because, like, the squeeze, it really fucking hurt. And then you hear a kind of muffled um, Falcone. You hear, like, a muffled crack. Oh! And then you can't really feel anything from the neck down. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't hurt anymore. Like, hey. hey, all right. It's all right, I'm good. Uh, let me see what eight is on the panic table. I'm guessing I take another stress die. <laughs> um, I don't think so on eight. On wow. eight, oh. <laughs> on eight, you would be trembling. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> if I could. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm glad we've got NPCs, huh? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Bye, Falcone. Yeah, that's what I tried on Sassy last time when, when it got its arms around him, but he soaked all the damage. Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, you you're not as hardy as Sassy is. Not quite. I have one health left and my spine is broken. So, you know. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay, Fred, it's your turn. On the upside, I have lots of great guns. <laughs> Falcone seems to have gone limp. Although you can still hear him. He's not dead. Oh, he's screaming. He's absolutely just... Ah! Ah! Yeah. You don't feel pain anymore. Yeah, but he knows what happened. Oh, yeah. yeah. Being a doctor. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if any of the others can notice the look on Fred's face, it's... And they hear, uh... You motherfucker. What you do? Oh, I know what he's doing. You think you know what he's doing. So, he holds a grenade in one hand. No, I don't yeah. like the way this sentence is starting. A bolt gun in the other hand. Looks at the grenade. Looks at the bolt gun. Fires the bolt gun. Alright, minus one to not hit uh, Falcone. If that's a concern for you. At this point. Yeah, so I'm taking the neck one. Make your panic roll for me. All right, you're keeping it together. Uh, let me roll its armor. Oh, okay. So you manage to level your gun, swallow back the panic, and put a bullet between this thing's eyes. And it falls back. Uh, it does not, in doing so, release Falcone. Its arms are still kind of wrapped around him, and they both fall backwards. Aw, it's hugging me. <laughs> so basically, if we kill this lady and then evacuate the hell out of here and get back to the ship, we can start from scratch. Uh, well, I, I think the first order of business is we, we check him over and find out you know, what his status is. Um, and then we find a stretcher. So, I mean, we, we know there's someone behind here that may need help. If they're in that stage four terminal, we can at least put them out of their misery. Uh, well, or, you, never, you know, there may even be a stretcher in there. Who knows? Or if we could, if there's stage four terminal, we can just wait till stage four runs its course and uh, they'll put themselves out of their misery. What about the compression suit? Does the compression suit have some sort of 
Like you can push a button and it locks in place. You know what I'm talking about? Like for broken limbs and stuff. Oh, so you're like a rigamortis suit and we yeah. can just carry you out like that? Turn, turn this, the suit into a, a, a full body cast, basically. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. exactly. Is that a functionality of it? It could be with the heavy machinery roll. <laughs> I doubt they're designed to do that. It's not a power suit, right? So it doesn't have right. mechanical yeah. joints or anything. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't have that capability. Ooh, bummer. All right, so what it, what is this big machine in here? Looks like a medical bed. It does. Mm-hmm. It, does. it is. Can it fix me? <laughs> well, that's... That's a half power. Would you want to remove your suit? Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, is if you right. can talk, we can ask you. Are you willing to to risk it? Um, God, no. I want to get back to the ship. I want to. I want to like get us to the decontamination station, wipe our suits clean, and then get out of here and get back to the ship. That's uh, that's Falcone's thing. I think that is both reasonable and prudent. Yeah. So I would like to check that room, see if there are any handy vials that were after. I think yeah. that's a good we're idea. Too. Search it for what we came for. Well, I'm also thinking that if we're not hearing any more banging, we may as well check what are you know these rooms that don't have banging. That way, we don't have to come back if we don't have to. Well, we're gonna want to come back if only for this room at the end of the hall, right? Why? Because that may lead to the rest of the place, right? Like, this might be a hallway, not a room. When you say come back, you mean to the planet? <laughs> oh, I mean to this station, like... Yeah, I, I want to look around as much as we can, despite having a man down. That way we... Let's get the vial and get out. Because if we can get the vial easy, then we don't have to come back at all. I, I'm with Garrett. Let's get the vial and get the hell out. All right. What's being done with Falcone at the moment? He's still in the loving embrace of the anathema. Well, it's kind of hot. Oh, we removed the arms, right? Yeah, easy so, enough once it's dead. We, we release the arms. I find some kind of rope, tether, string. So long as it has the appropriate tensile strength. Wrap yeah, it okay. across his chest, under his arms, you know, kind of tie a harness in the other end, Ow. look at Sassy and say, you're built like a tank. Can you drag this thing? I'm sure we could, but I mean, even I know that might exacerbate his spinal injury. We need some way to move him with transport him without bending his back like and a pretzel. Falcone's going to moan. Don't forget Betty. I need Betty. And he's gonna like point with his head towards his towards his dropped arm at. I mean, I, honestly, so long as there's no other monsters, they are vomit lords or anathema, whatever we're calling them. I think we either just leave them right there until we can, or we or we put them in that bed, you know, so at least so he, he's more dignified than just laying on the ground. Yeah, so you're looking at this bed, this um, medical bed, and it does look like. It has wheels. It's been locked in place here, and there's what looks like monitoring equipment that basically hangs down from the ceiling. 
Alright. The bed moves. Let's get him on the bed and roll him back to the elevator. So at least we're the incapacitated man is. I I do have a flamethrower. I have a flamethrower on me. It's mobile decontamination. Uh, yeah, I think that makes sense, too. If we have to leave in a hurry, if he's in that bed on wheels, right, or even put him in the elevator that way. Yeah, I say we park his ass in the elevator, push him against the wall like freight. That way, if we have to get the hell out in a hurry, he's already there. Decontaminate me in the bed first, but yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. That's that's all easy enough. Well, oh, so hold on. Is, is is the bed a self-operating unit? Like, if we put that outside, can the bed still work? Yeah, I mean, it's just got wheels. A power source, you mean? Does it have a power source, and does it, like, have a glass case that'll enclose them and no. protect them against the elements outside? No. No? Okay. I mean, I am wearing a spacesuit. It's just a bit fancier gurney. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, you could strap him down so he doesn't roll off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should probably do that. <laughs> There's so many horrible things that can happen to him. Sit in the elevator. Elevator oh, waiting for us. Shit. Oh, my God. Om nom 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 Okay, nom. so you guys get if we leave his radio Falcone. on, we'll hear him start screaming. Uh, you get Falcone put on the bed. Um, you do find you can get it decontaminated as as best you can, given the circumstances. Well, I, I don't know that we want to. To be fair, not okay. until I mean, let's talk about because we only got so much materials to decontaminate mm-hmm. with. As long as no, it's inside I'd, the suit, it's not an emergency. Yeah, this is yeah, safer we, for one of our one of us if our suits gets ripped in a fight. Yep, yep, yep. Let's save the decom for that. We okay. don't decontaminate him until we get back within close proximity of the ship. So we save those materials for when we actually need them. Right now, the guy's cargo. Yeah. Does the virus like the skin flakes and whatnot? Um, do we have any idea how they stand up to vacuum? Because nope. most bacteria and virus can't survive in vacuum. Yeah, we basically have no idea what we're doing, so... <laughs> you do we not know. not qualified to be here. <laughs> Fun. Yay! You're not sure if anybody's qualified to be here. Oh, I know for sure we're not. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, so- Nuclear weapons are qualified to be here. Nothing <laughs> cleanses like nuclear heat. This isn't a doorway over here. This is just the wall keeps going. Right, yeah. Okay, okay. all right. It's just a wall. Well, but let's rule out that the vial isn't in here, and I, I want to do this room. If the vial was in here, um, it has been smashed and contaminated, because this it looks like the... Um, Whoever she was, uh, looks like maybe she was a scientist. She's wearing a, a remains of a lab coat still. Completely destroyed this once her mind went as far as it did. And so you're checking the first door on the right? The one that I heard the moaning behind. Yeah. So, don't 
open it. Well, you guys get your guns ready. Oh, yeah. I'll open my it. My gun points then... anywhere I'm walking. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to point at the door. Point the bolt gun. Let's be specific which weapon here. At the door, I did pick up Betty. So I've got that one on me now. Because, you know, I like choices. <laughs> okay. So I point the bolt gun at the door. Garrett points his gun at the door. What you seeing, sassy? I'll slide it open and be out of the way so you guys can see. And I'm not in the way. This one has two beds, um, like that other one. Right. That both have people strapped in them. And they barely move weakly. Their skin is flaking off. They look like they were probably colonists from Bowen's colony. They're they're like have work uniforms on. They look like stage fours. Oh yeah. Okay. So you want to put them out of their misery? Uh, may as well. Are they able to speak? Or is stage four just gone? If look. If, if stage three are the vomit monsters, I'm pretty sure they don't suddenly regain cognition in stage four as they die. We could ask them if they... Uh, they don't really respond when you speak to them. Um, also, their eyes seem to have gone, like, milky, and they're probably blind. And... I mean, most of their their muscles have started deteriorating. Their skin literally like sloughs off, and Ugh. well, my conscience is clear. And they just kind of like moan. They are obviously in like agony. Just end it. Yep, could have grown out of the head. What are you using to do that? I use the bolt gun. <laughs> okay, so you put a bolt in each of their heads and. Much like happened to the others that you, the other stage fours, their body like almost immediately starts to entirely disintegrate and become airborne. Okay, so let's check for vials. So this room looks like it hasn't, it hasn't been destroyed like the others. I mean, the door was shut. Um, these two are strapped to these gurneys. And if they were stage two when they were, or three when they were put here, then they never got out of their restraints. So this room is miraculously untouched, except uh, you you realize your boots are sticking to the ground and looks like the remains of of that black vomit on the ground here. Yeah. Well, let's go through the intact stores and... uh or whatever supplies they have, see if they have what we're looking for. Or, you know, decontamination supplies or, you know. Yeah, you do do find some more um, decontamination supplies in in both of these rooms. Um, Probably enough for... uh, You had enough for two from the beginning, and then you find enough... Basically enough to decontaminate two more suits in these rooms total. But you don't see anything that looks like it might be... The virus, um, you do, there is some monitoring equipment in here, and there's samples of what look like, uh, to your untrained eye, it looks like blood, but darker, 
Like it's maybe mixed with a liquid similar to that that they vomit. Like it's mixed with black. Leave it. Yep. Is there a working comm terminal in here? Yes. Can we can we access it and like get a map of the place? I can try to. Yeah, give me contact. Somebody. I can assist you. Hey, two successes. Yeah, you do manage to get access to the terminal. Um, after a bit of searching. I look for a map and an inventory. You don't really find, like, a map. Like, those that were here, I mean, why would they need a map? They were here. So, still digging for that inventory. Yeah, you do, you do find something of an inventory... And you actually find records of every single colonist. So there's like, I don't remember how many I said, probably like 32 names or something like that. They had obviously been, I mean, watching the colony. And then there's notes that state when doing some critical thinking, you figure out that these dates are probably when they introduced the first virus to the colony, probably airborne uh, into like their ventilation system or maybe into the water. You're not sure how. They don't really say how. It's just we infected this. We observed this. And then the date. That's about the time you remember the Wayland yutani agent coming aboard and with this job to get the shipment of those people, so that's probably when they sent them into space. And there's some beyond that where they were experimenting, and then you see the logs of exactly what the stages are. And then... So Katie's mom and all those other people yep. were, what, stage twos? Um... Because they didn't look like the extended limbs and heads, did they? No. They were probably... They don't seem to fit quite right in any of the stages. Probably somewhere between a stage one and a stage two. Though they had the anger and attacked anything living on site like the stage threes. And so you're thinking that and then you go back through and you find some other notes from another of the scientists here. And you can tell they... They changed something, they tweaked whatever they were using, and then that became what these are, which was why they're slightly different. Okay. It's a new strain of whatever it was. The rage virus, yeah. Is there any mention of Katie being synthetic? There's no mention of Katie at all. Yeah, that's what I would have... Is she in the roster as in one of the colonists? Nope. Hmm. Maybe she was smuggled. Or I, I thought we were. We she told us that her mother, figure quotes, mother actually like built her. Uh, she never said her mother built her, but she did say she wasn't supposed to be there. Mother kept her, um, mom kept her locked in their quarters, and she wasn't supposed to be there. So she implied that her mother uh, snuck her in. Is there any way to make a copy of this? These files. Yeah, sure. It might be useful to have at some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I make a copy of all the data. All right. Blackmail to get us out of the system, if anything. Yeah. 
I also look through the inventory to see if there's any mention of room or cabinet or storage container that might have what we're looking for. It's a little hard to parse because they had their own, like, filing system, basically. Like, they had different cabinets and rooms numbered or labeled, and you're not sure what corresponds to what. But, I mean, you find a location and uh, X number of vials, and the name corresponds to what Falcone found, the AO3959X, that. Yeah. So, you know, it's probably here. Uh, You're hoping that cabinet isn't one that was destroyed by one of the freaks, uh, stage threes, but... Yeah, it's probably down at the end, but I want to I want to check this out before we do that, because just looking at the layout of this place, it's probably another research room, and if it's quiet in there, hopefully that's like an intact place we can get more ammonia and bleach and whatnot to... That's fair. So, the one at the far end? I want to, I want to do this. Oh, that one? So as he as he opens the door, gun pointed at the expanding opening bit. Yeah. So I was asking you get the door open and it's pretty dark in here. Not like the lights have been destroyed like you as you uh, step cautiously into the room because nothing jumps at you. Um, the lights uh, flicker on. Motion sensors? Yeah. And it looks like this was probably a temporary morgue. Or they, or are those stasis chambers? Well, we probably don't want to open them and find out. Opening uh, would be bad. Yep. But if this place has not been ransacked, we definitely ought to give it a once-over for usefulness. Yep. Yeah, it hasn't been ransacked, and you do find some more um, decontamination supplies. They're basically, from what, you, what you've seen so far, at least in the untouched rooms, they've been by every door. Okay. Let, let's stage those in the elevator, too, just in case we got to leave it in a hurry. <laughs> we'll just pile them on Falcone. It'll be fine. <laughs> Don't drop these. Falcone can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wanted to uh, knock on the doors again, just in case, because I'm pretty sure the gunfire should have woken them up, but you never know. Yeah, I'm, nothing responds when you do. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, we'll search those two rooms looking for... Let's look around, yep. Useful items, what we came for, yada, yada. Yeah, so the back left room seems, I mean, it's another office, though that room there, it kind of, it's less like a gurney, more like a dentist chair almost, at least the way it's shaped and sat, like it's meant to recline, not lay flat. And this room also doesn't seem to have been touched since... Well, that looks like a big juicy data terminal we can... uh look into if we have to. And yeah, it's got a desk and uh, a case of vials up here um, near the the chair. And then there's like another, a larger cabinet here on the wall by the door. Describe the vials. 
Uh, there's various different ones. Um, there's a couple that, I mean, you're not really a medical professional at all. Um, you, you like, read the labels to Falcone, and he's able to tell you what's what. Um, so there's some... Again, some more pain management, some, you know, morphine, and then you come across another label that matches the AO3959X. Um, although this one has a, like, instead of the 15, it's like 15.2 at the end. Close enough. Well, it might be, yeah. So we take that. We take the pain supplies that Falcon mm-hmm. says would be useful. And my vote now is we get the hell out of here. Uh, well, we got this other room. The door might at have, the far end is a bathroom. They, they might have like a, a, a version, you know, 0.0, which might be better. In the bathroom? No, in whatever this room is, this other room. Oh, yeah, I assumed oh, yeah. we searched that room. So, yeah, let's search that room, too, then. It's less science office and more paperwork management office, maybe? Through the office, there is another door that goes off into, you discover, break room, sleeping quarters. It has nothing of interest, because I don't have a map for it. (laughs) Okay. So, you want to take a look at that terminal, guys, or just leave? Uh, well... I don't think it's going to have anything we don't already know. We need the actual sample, not... Yeah, so there's a, um, we'll say a cabinet or filing system, something right here um, as you enter the door by the desk. And it's meticulously ordered. Like, it looks like somebody took a ruler to this and every vial is, uh, you know, an inch from the one next to it. They're perfectly rows and... Wow. And and you look at them and they've got that same num that same alphanumeric designation A03959 and then you've got the dash 15, 15.1, 15.2. We take samples of all three. So we have the dot o, the dot one, the dot two. Mm-hmm. All right guys, we have what we came for. Let's leave. Yep. Let's go. And as we're walking to the elevator, mm-hmm. just to be sure, I set a grenade on a 10-minute timer right here. Oh, boy. Okay. Actually, I put it on a 15-minute timer, just to be sure. Okay. So you set the grenade. So, but you get into the elevator... You're going over your decontamination stuff again as the doors, you kind of, the doors, when you hit the button, they try to shut and then you have to kind of jerk and help them along because they were forced open originally. Which hopefully doesn't take 15 minutes. No, it doesn't take 15 minutes. I mean, it takes it, it takes just about as long as it did forcing the doors inside the, the internal doors as well. But you get them closed most of the way and uh, it starts slowly ascending. And you think it, it almost stops every now and then like it, it'll slow and you're like, oh, please don't stop that timer. And, and then it, with a groan, it keeps going up. And then 
it finally reaches the top. Yeah, Garrett's just keeping his gun ready because it just feels too easy now at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good plan. Well, good plan. I, well, I don't know about too easy. You asked Falcone if it was. <laughs> no, like it stopped being hard. <laughs> well, you killed everything. You get to the Daihotai, and you got a kind of another conundrum, um, Falcone. Uh huh. Well, I mean, you could, I guess you could lay him on the floor, and then he just lays flat. Did, yeah, set him in the seat that he rode out here in. Oh, because there's no room to lay down. I'm pretty sure that's a bad idea to do with somebody with a spinal injury. You want to keep them flat. Yeah, we want to keep them flat. We'll uh-huh. put them on the we'll floor. Shape them into a cube. Shape them into a cube. <laughs> you could. He, there's enough room that you could lie him flat, like between the front row and the back row of seats, because there's two rows of two seats. Um, he could fit on the floor between the two, basically in the footwell for the back row. Yeah, we do that, and then we attach the gurney to a tow hook on the back of the diodai. All right, so is there a roll for decontamination, or is that going to be deliberately not rolled so that you can always invoke uh, the right of, oh, it got in later? I'm not going to make you roll for it. Okay, that's what Ah. I thought. All right, Um, fair enough. Buggered. You're pretty sure you got everything decontaminated. Of course we are. Of course we are. All right. Fair enough. It's good to me. Yep. Back. It's yep. way cleaner than what I usually do. Uh, just go ahead and give me a... Yeah, piloting and survival. Um, survival to make sure you don't get lost piloting to actually get there. And it doesn't have to be the same person. Uh, somebody else can do the survival and be a backseat driver. <laughs> or navigator, that's what we'll say. So I got three hits on the piloting. Somebody else want to do the survival? Sassy. Uh, sure. You really don't want to do it. The only one who can't is uh, Falcone, who's lying on the floor. We'll prop him up. Which way? uh, You do manage to get back um, with no trouble. The near gale force winds that you guys were fighting on the way out and the whipping winds, uh, sand, seem to have died down, and it's a lot easier getting back. You can see more than six feet in front of your vehicle. So you guys make it back to Bowen's Colony proper and can make it back to your ship. Yeah, it wasn't much point in going back to the colony, so let's... Uh... I mean, that's where your ship was parked. Yeah, decontamination. We just go to the ship, decontaminate everything, get cargo into the medical bay, (laughs) set Katie and Bates to work on him. Who's going to do the medical aid roll on him? Not me. (laughs) Katie's going to do the medical aid roll. Oh, boy. uh, Katie does not have medical aid skill. Uh... Garrett is it a, it. Is it actually a... Oh. Yeah, it's a medical aid roll. Yep. Let's see. Pauling med pod. Let me see what this does. Okay, so here's another option, because you have the Pauling med pod. Mm-hmm. It has a medical aid skill level of 10. Holy crap. It rolls 10 dice for medical aid. 
but it cannot push its rolls. I say we put them in that. The med pod does it. Yeah. That's a lot higher than Garrett's roll. Yeah, so he can walk you through. Yeah, so um, Falcone can walk you through how to set everything up properly, how to strap him down, where to strap, put the straps, and everything. He can talk you through that. So, yeah, you get him strapped in, and who wants... You know what? No, I'm not going to ask. Falcone, you're going to make your own roll. <laughs> going to make my own roll. Okay. Um, what am I... Roll for the Pauling Med Pod. 10d6. Just flat out 10d6? Yep. That is 10 dice with three successes. So, yeah, they put you... You put him in the Pauling Med Pod, and then hit the go button, and it... I mean, it does its thing. It injects you with anesthetic and, I mean, cuts you open, does the requisite surgery to fix your... I think it knocks you out to do the surgery. Falcone is put under, and he finally stops talking. (laughs) It's at it for a while. It probably takes a good hour, maybe hour and a half to get through the entire surgery and and close him back up. And then it the Pauling has an we'll say it's got an automated like voice that tells you a patient will remain asleep for roughly eight hours. So since it's done now, you know, we heard the ding, your patient's ready. Yeah. I'd say we put him in cryo. Mm-hmm. We take off once in orbit. I'll set the helm for solitude, and then we can join him in cryo. Sounds good. Sounds good. Don't forget to nuke the site from orbit. You don't have any weapons on your ship. Your cargo haulers. That's going on the bucket list. <laughs> All right. Bucket list, nuclear battery. Got it. You've been listening to Tales of the Asteria. The GM for this game was Ava Rogers. Garrett Hall was played by Nathan Carver. Bob Karinsky was played by Virus JTG. Frank Falcone was played by Brandon McKenna. And Sassy Diaz was played by Hal Nelson. Background music is by Dark Fantasy Studios. And sound effects are from zapsplat.com, Dark Fantasy Studios, or Krotos. This podcast was edited and produced by Ava Rogers. You've been listening to another fine tale in the Alternia archives. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to our archive. So, until next time, take care of yourself, okay? Goodbye. <laughs>